Hi, this is Joe Balestrino, owner and operator of Full Point Digital Media, and welcome to today's podcast. Today, I'm going to be discussing website traffic drops. Sometimes, when people see traffic drop, especially organic traffic, the first thing they immediately think is, oh my god, I have a penalty. And then they start trying to go and figure out what's caused the penalty and and all of that. So I wanted to go into some of the things that I've come across, some things that are typical, some things that are not as typical that you may run into. Um, and I'll post, I have a full article on this and I'll post it on the, on the website. I'll include a link uh, in the show notes for you so you guys can go back and uh, check it out. So the first place you should look as soon as you see a drop in traffic, and how you, you know, everyone who looks at traffic looks at things differently. You may look at uh, Google Analytics and see if traffic drop, but where I like to look is Search Console. And uh, typically I'll go into Search Console and look at the um, search traffic, uh, look at impressions and clicks from Google, and set it for over 90 days because that's the max time range you can. Uh, go back is 90 days and look to see if there is a pattern. If you see a clear drop off, like clear drop, usually a penalty is a slow incline before a drop off. But if you're seeing steady impressions, don't look so much at clicks. Look at how many impressions are being shown in Google because those are usually constant. Um, and then you'll see a drop. So if you see a drop like that, typically it could be a um, a technical issue. So the first place I would look is robot.txt file. A lot of times developers are working on a website, they'll put a robot.txt rule to no index because they don't want Google for some reason to not index the work they're doing when ideally they should be working on a staged environment where they can test and make sure everything's working fine so they don't have to necessarily block Google from, you know, um, seeing any of the work that they're doing. And so typically the first place I look when I see a large traffic drop is right to the robot.txt file because sometimes there's a rule that's written there and you know, you'll know you see a drop off. Um, another way you can see if uh, the robot.txt file is if you don't know, uh, or another way I should say, instead of just going to their, your website domain.robots.txt, is if you're in the search results and uh, the next step I would do is search for the brand name or the website um, and the reason why I would do that is if it's a penalty sometimes if the site had trusted links the trusted links are gone um, and if it's a robot.txt file you'll see a little description in the search results that say a description of this re- of uh, these results is not available because of the robot.txt then you know that there's a robot.txt file now sometimes uh, and I've seen this happen more than once, is if you're using a CDN, um, a CDN can sometimes, um, so for example, a CDN is a content uh, delivery network that kind of, you know, serves images and sometimes web pages, sometimes both, and I've seen instances where um, the CDN accidentally blocked their robot.txt file and that rule transferred over to the client's website. Um, And so you won't necessarily see that in your robot.txt file. So if you go into your robot.txt file 
and you see that everything's fine, but you see the message in Google that says it's being blocked uh, from the robot.txt file, then you want to start looking at other sources, and then one of those sources would be the CDN. Um, I would reach out to your CDN provider and see if they're blocking anything uh, that could be affecting your website. Another thing that I usually look at is in Search Console is the number of spiked pages. So spiked pages for me um, is you have steadily say 20,000 pages in Google, constantly 20,000 pages are indexed and then all of a sudden boom it's 40,000 pages or 30,000 pages. Then, and usually when that spike happens sometimes you'll see a drop in pages indexed um, or total halt of, of traffic from Google and it could be because of that large spike and the large spike could be due to a number of things maybe you did some backing changes to the website and now Google has um, access to those backend files or you have duplicate content for whatever reason that Google is being blocked from and now Google's finding all of those pages. Sometimes WordPress and how it's set up or certain plugins can make um, uh, images on their own post. And so Google may index those. So you'll have to go back and try to figure out what the problem is with, with you know, why those pages, all of a sudden these pages that don't exist are being crawled. Um, and usually if you can figure out what that issue is, what's causing those duplicate pages or all of these new pages from showing up, once you find that problem and solve it, typically, you know, your rankings will return once you, once you fix that. Uh, another issue that I see a lot, um, soft 404s, again, Search Console, I use Search Console to identify a lot of issues because it's directly from, from Google. Um, and it gives you some insights into, into exactly what it is that Google's seeing and has problems with. I mean, it's they don't give you everything, but it's a good source to, to get your information. Soft 404s can happen um, typically uh, when you do massive redirects. And a soft 404 is a little bit different than a 404. 404 just means a page broken or a page can't be found or it's moved and, and no one redirected it. Uh, a soft 404 is kind of a little bit more damaging as um, Google feels that the redirects that are taking place aren't relevant. And if they happen in large numbers, Google can penalize your site for that technicality. So let's say I, had a, I was selling women's clothing and I had uh, 10,000 pages on women's shoes and I decided I'm not going to sell women's shoes anymore and I just take all those pages and redirect them to the home page. Google will totally um, flag you for that uh, because they know that all those pages were about shoes and they're like going to the home page. So in Google's mind is somebody goes on one of those old pages uh, or you know it's already linked through one of your other pages clicks on it and now is going to the home page. That's just a bad user experience. And so you want to avoid um, redirecting those to the home page. If there is nothing relevant that you can point these pages to, then just leave them 404 because the, the 404 is not as damaging as um, having massive soft 404s being flagged. 
Another issue that I see uh, quite a bit is blocked scripts. So if you go into Search Console and you fetch as Google, um, Google will show you um, how Google sees your page versus how users see the page. And sometimes you can block, you know, uh, developers will block CSS files or JavaScript that, you know, helps to render the page. And so it, it's, it, it's not intentional, but Google sees it as you're, block, you're showing us one version of the website, but you're showing users another version of the website because you're telling Googlebot not to crawl this. And so that could get you into a, a lot of trouble and certainly drop your organic traffic. So be sure to search there if um, you have any problems. Another issue is changes. So you've, you've had a site, you've gone through a redesign, and, and you had some pages that were in the main navigation, and now those pages are gone. They're not there because you've changed focus, you've redesigned the navigation to make it um, better to suit your business goals, but pages that were there in the navigation are now gone, um, and Google knows that that's where they were, and now they're not. And so what a lot of people don't understand is your navigation is kind of uh, how Google will find the page, right? How, how Google crawls your site, essentially. I mean, one of many ways, but pages in the navigation have priority. So you're telling Google that all of these pages in my navigation are important because users can navigate to those pages. They're on every page. It's above the fold. These are very important pages. But now these pages are gone. And maybe you've linked them somewhere else, um, but sometimes they're not linked anywhere and they, they, come, they become what we call orphan pages where there's no navigation leading to them. So if you had a page that was prominent on your old design and now it's not there anymore, uh, maybe it ranked before for, for some terms and now it's not ranking anymore, it, it may be because you moved, you've changed the priority of those pages. Now, years ago, you know, seven, eight, nine years ago, we would just stick pages in the footer. And it would, you know, Google would give it the same weight. Uh, but now Google knows that you don't, you know, anything in the footer is really not really important because it's usually where you stick the privacy policy, the contact us, all the kind of information that's not really valuable to a user. So Google just doesn't put importance on there. Um, or... What people still do, uh, which doesn't work either, is to, you know, when you create a new page or you, you know, you create a, a website that you put all your pages in an XML file and feed it to Google and search console, the issue there is if the only way Google's going to find that page is through your sitemap, it's, it's still not going to rank, right? There, there's a difference between a page being indexed and a page ranking. So you can index a page very easily. You can go tweet it, and Google will crawl it. But it, that doesn't mean it's going to rank if it shows up in the in the search results. If you you know look for your site and you see the the page live in Google, um, so if it's if it's a real page and it's a page that has value and all of your pages should have value, there needs to be it needs to be tied to some form of navigation. It could be a main navigation, it could be a sub navigation, uh, but just linking it to uh, a sitemap uh, file is is really not going to help you. So that's it for today. I try to keep these podcasts really short and to the point and give you guys what you need. Um, 
If you have any questions, if there's a topic that you would like me to cover, uh, feel free to email me at info at fourpointdigital.com. That's the number fourpointdigital.com. You can just make the subject line you know, podcast idea or podcast question, and uh, I'll try to get into the into the next podcast. This is Joe Balestrino of Full Point Digital Media, and I'll talk to you guys next time.